Last time on the Dungeon Patrol, the adventurers easily defeated the Drow Captain and eventually decapitated his Dark Elf Matriarch after a confusing and bruising battle in her cavernous bedchamber, where a devious shape-changing demon nearly won the day. With victory secured, will our heroes discover myriad treasures in Zuna's many chests? Find out now. Everybody. Hey. Well met, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> well met, Aileron. Uh How's it going this week? It's all right. Good. Good. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, we're here for episode thirty-seven. Uh, episode thirty-six was pretty pretty exciting. It was very intense. It was very intense, uh, and we made people like actually wait a week to see uh, what you found and uh, feel terrible and guilt all week long from that i don't believe you feel guilt ever <laughs> that's that's probably closer to you slept truth. better than you probably ever slept before <laughs> yeah, i just uh, as soon as my head hits the pillow i'm out mm-hmm. sleep like a baby no uh we uh we kind of left off in a in a weird spot last time but uh we should probably talk about uh dice because i have a set of i believe they're watermelon with red ink uh, kind of a unique combination, and uh, thank you, Game Science, for uh, sponsoring all of these giveaways. Some lucky person out there will be able to win these dice after I'm done uh, infusing them with all of my uh, goodwill and luck. Evil oh, DM genius. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and uh, so you can win these. Make sure you go to DungeonPatrol.com/dice if you haven't already entered. You only need to enter once. And uh, these puppies could be yours. And if you don't want to wait, you can go and get your own uh, at gamescience.com, customize them, pick the inks that you want. I know they've had some uh, production difficulties, so the website uh, uh, inventory is a, is a little sparse right now, but uh, I know they're working on it. Uh, so if you find something you like, great. Otherwise, check back with them in the future. Uh, they gave us a cool code. What is that cool code? 39DP19A. Oh my God. It's like we're summoning a demon or something when we all say it together. Uh, that is the code and you can get 10% off an order of $20 or more. And, uh, I'm ashamed to say I've already used it a couple of times. So there's no shame in that. I'm like... Dice. Can you have too many yeah. dice? Uh, no. Apparently not. No, yeah. you cannot. I'm definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's getting dirty. I looks I just got if you need D sixes, Laura is shaking yeah. her head on that one. I might have bought a few hundred D sixes mm-hmm. for a project. It was plus abuse it a little it more was than useful. others. Yeah, yeah. It's always good to have a few hundred D sixes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, world's largest Yahtzee game is what we <laughs> right. played. Uh, we play Yahtzee with a few hundred of your friends. Uh, 
But uh, yeah, you can uh, go to Game Science, get your dice, and anything else we need to cover. Loot. Loot. Yeah, Let's get we, to the loot. Get to the loot. Right into the severed loot. head. Cleanly severed. Cleanly severed. Yeah. Um, so, Thora has questions. How do we know that this is Zuna Luzane here? I mean, is she wearing a name tag? Ah, uh, yes, she was. Oh, thank goodness. She had a little charm necklace that said Zuna. We were told that something would be on her or... It's embroidered into her underwear. Her mom was... Uh, yeah, thoughtful. I guess technically you don't know. Yeah. Um, you know. But didn't that little girl say that, that she was back there? Yeah, this is the level that, that she was supposed to be on. These well, are the upper we'll chambers. show the head to the girl. Yeah, and there just, you go. You know, oh. She can identify just to yeah. double check. <laughs> <laughs> Does this look like her? Oh, yep, that's her. So, I would so we got clean some... it up and put and yeah. carefully wrap it up in my oil skin uh, pouch. Clean it up. You were saying something oh. about chests. Get the blood off. Chests. Nothing yeah. was around this smoky tree, right? This creepy, gooey tree. Groot. Gooey Groot. Gooey Groot. Uh, no, no, uh, and you probably don't want to touch that thing. No, I'm not going to. Um, no pockets that you can see. Uh, so yeah, that was a, a Yaklal, uh, type of demon and, uh, very gross and very, uh, very tricky. Mean. Uh, and mean. mean. Um, and Zuna, uh, did have something and, uh, she did not get to use it. Uh, I honestly didn't think she was going to, uh, die when she did. I thought I might have another round in her. Um, but you can uh, loot her body, and she doesn't have a lot on her. Some probably about uh, eighty gold worth of uh, jewelry and uh, gems, things like that. Um, but she also had this really cool cape that Ooh. appears to be magical. I will check out this cape while they continue to loot. Okay. Yeah, I will go check the body of the guard. Oh, the captain. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, so he had, uh, let's see here, he had uh, 200 gold worth of uh, goodies on him. He also had uh, some of the typical drow armor. His was a lot more ornate than some of the others that you've seen. Uh, again, had this uh, sort of weird dragon motif on it, which is just very unusual for drow. And um, you uh, also can think he had a... Uh, short sword or a scimitar? A scimitar. Um, and a hand crossbow. So what type of armor? I mean, it's very stylized. What type of armor is it? Uh, it is drow armor. So it probably does have some kind of bonus, but that bonus can't survive the, the sunlight. Oh. So... Um, so just leave it. Yeah, it's it's might be worth something. I mean, it's still well-made. Uh, sized for a you know a drow, uh, and he was kind of a large drow, so might be able to find somebody out there that would that would fit. I think we definitely need to take one of the pieces of armor that has the mm -hmm. dragon on it to just identify it. Yeah, just to show and see if anybody has yeah. any information. Okay, I will take that armor and put it into the bag of holding and the hand crossbow. Back in the okay. day, I'm trying to think about what did I recognize when that drow attacked. And killed all of my fellow rangers in the forest. Did I? Did they? Were they wearing armor like this? 
Um, you didn't notice anything. Okay. Um, and you know, some of these, uh, you know, kind of lower level ones did not have any fancy dragon stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them do, uh, especially when you got into this upper chamber where Zuna's, yeah. uh, but nothing crew. back to when I can recall trying to link if these were involved at all in that um, massacre. You know, they probably were. Well, they knew about it at least. Yeah. So... Uh, from what you've gathered from all of your various sources, uh, you know, the Falling Water, the Twilight Vigil people, mm-hmm. um, uh, from your mentor's mentor, um, Helig, uh, you know, Zuna is the one that's been causing a lot of the trouble on the surface world. You know, the other drow, the, um, you know, are, are a little more reclusive, a little deeper into the Underdark. And Zuna and her crew of renegade drow have been the ones that have been kind of hiding out and plaguing the surface world for decades. And her cloak looks a bit familiar to what I've heard of in the stories. Does it? Yeah. I mean, I've heard of stories of of them being certain cloaks, but I can't identify it, of course. Yeah. I'm working on that. She's working on it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'd be curious to see what you think it is because it might not be that you never know well the trunks let's get to the trunks are they empty uh they are not empty so i will let you go through all of her papers and all of the trunks all of the desk things there's quite a bit here to process Mm. uh so there are some maps of uh what appear to be uh this region um of ashmore and it looks like there are several locations marked. One of them you recognize as that cave where you found the drow um, earlier on. On oh, your ventures yeah, north. Yeah, bushwhacked us. Yep. Um, so uh, you might be able to guess that this is a map of all of Zuna's, you know, hit teams out uh, and about in the world. Very handy. Or trying to eradicate the drow later on. Uh, you also find maps of, uh, you know, after studying them for a while, they appear to be patrol routes and outposts of the Verdant League, the Twilight Vigil, oh. and the Falling Water City Militia. They have good intel. So they have, yeah, really good intel, and that's how they've been able to avoid, you know, open confrontations uh, for so long. Um, you fa- also find a very old leather, uh, map case. And inside of this leather map case is a map of the actual fortress of Northwall. And on it, you see a couple of locations marked, uh, by one, you see the word Talthalra written next to it. And on the other, you see the word Harol written next to it. And those would be in Undercommon or whatever, whatever drow talk. Um, and so you might have to puzzle that out unless any of you know that. Um, and maybe most interesting bit here, there are some letters from King Eldzik of Dremendor, who's obviously been in communication with 
this renegade drow matriarch. Hmm. And he apparently has been instructing Zuna to do whatever she can to prevent the elven Ashmoran alliance from happening. Interesting. Well, there's our next quest. Yeah. What was what was it in it for her, I guess? That's, that's good. You do find also a partially written letter on the desk from Zuna, uh, who apparently was responding to Eldzik, um, but she kept referring to him as the Wakener. The Wakener. The Wakener. Did she use deer or? Deer, the Wakener. That's deer how she said it. Uh, and the, these these concerns. notes are all written in common, so you can Good. you can read them. Um, and basically, she is uh, uh, the first part of the letter that she had written. Uh, she is basically boasting that um, their agent within the Elven Woods has been very successful in delaying the hmm. peace talks and alliance talks in the Elven Woods. Yep. The Ashwood. Oh, sure. I, if I could take that map of the Ashwood forest and whatnot, and can I have that personally in the notes on that? Or I don't know who's going through what. I was imagining sure. that uh, I'm kind of not feeling too hot, and maybe we can take a rest here. And I'll take the maps of the patrol routes. Okay. Yeah, I'm not doing any of the paper stuff. I would have wandered off to the kitchen. <laughs> I don't do paper stuff. Uh, you also find um, in the chest, you find a, a strange hat. Um, looks sort of like, uh, you know, like you'd imagine uh, like a witch's hat looking very pointy on the top with a broad brim all the way around. It's a sorting hat. Uh, it could be a sorting hat. I am so Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So Hufflepuff right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> after last episode, I'm probably more of a Slytherin, but um, so you can try to figure out what that is too. Obviously, radiates magic as well. Um, and you find uh, 4,800 gold pieces. Whoa. Whoa. That's very several nice. Several bags. Bags and bags of gold. Yep. So we should probably like. I, I know you're writing all this stuff down. Yeah. What am I like, going to do no. with all this gold? <laughs> How much money we have now? Share it? Nope. That's the first thing crossed crossed off. <laughs> there's you still been no one place for to me. Spend two all for Ilo. One for me. Two for Ilo. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm still uh, I'm still working out like something that you guys could really do that would be meaningful with this. Gold I would, you've accumulated. I don't know about meaningful, I mean, I would like to see a pretty woman shopping spree. Yeah, like yeah. A, that can happen. Um, and we can <laughs> we can definitely okay. talk about Big it. Big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there's a reference for you. <laughs> that was not expected. Oh yeah. Hey, well, you know, <laughs> I had to stop and think about what he just said for a second. So uh, did I. I was like, what? <laughs> uh, I was so confused. So I am married. <laughs> Uh, that's what you found. Uh, so some info, move the story forward, uh, new intel, uh, some stuff you'll have to puzzle out yet. Um, 
What you gonna do now? Rest? I think we should take a long yeah, rest. Beat, you know. Well, we can't take a long one. We've got the little girl at the front. Uh, she says she's fine. Not oh, for eight far. hours. <laughs> you're, you're really coming along, Thor. <laughs> <laughs> I would suggest we we do some more healing. How long would that take to go get her and bring her back here? Uh, well, you've only seen part of these chambers. This place is still riddled yeah. with drow. Yeah. So we should get out. All right. Uh, there are also other slave yes, we've got to go children oh, somewhere. Right. Oh, yeah, we're not done here. Yeah. But oh, we're not done here. I, just, I am. I am. All I have left there are some rituals and some uh, and the um, the the, uh, the little things. Cantrips. Cantrips. It's, it's hard to. Things. It's hard to get time here because it's so dark. You know. You yeah. Yeah. I, Ilo is uh, kind of irritated with me. He's not responding to my calls anymore. So. <laughs> I've been kind of needy he today. Ghost, yeah. he ghosting you? <laughs> He's ghosting me right now. Oh, man, Ilo. But you you still have zeppies, right? No, he used his last zeppie. Well, he's got cantrips. I've got my cantrips, but... His zeppie zeppies. That's nothing. Yeah. So you notice in the back of this room, as you guys are looting and going through, there is a, there is a small chamber uh, passageway. Uh, it's very narrow, very oh. low. Um, looks like it, you know, like children could go through it fairly easily. Someone like Bjorn size. Yeah, just, let's just call it a halfling hole. <laughs> um, Kalsho would have to uh, really, you know, wriggle his way through it. I'm lithe. Yeah. <laughs> lithe. <laughs> narrow framed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the inside jokes. Uh, um I would be, so I first of all I, yeah we need to do some quick healing yeah so short so rest you guys are out of at least a short spells? rest okay oh yeah I'm yes. completely oh. out yeah. that's what I, I, was I mean to say. I have a healing spell but then if I'm out of spells spells then you know I don't have many spells like they do but I know you can do the fighter thing all day long but well not without hit points yeah exactly yeah. so what do you have me at because I'm at like uh, you appear to have thirty nine hit points right now. So I will take two healing potions. Okay. That would be max. And I forget what that is. Uh, healing potions are 2d4 plus 2 or 1d4 plus 2 for the just the standard healing potion. Yeah. Let me grab. I think that's the lesser healing potion. Yeah. No, I thought they were. I think the standards are 2d4. Yeah, they're 2d4. Yeah, 2D4. So it should be a total of 10. So I would get back. I'd get back 20. 20. Okay. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take one of my many, many healing potions. Okay. And you are up to 29 hit points, Aleron. Kulsho, I have you at 59 now. Anyone else? Well, I'm pretty bad off. Um, I, have, um, I have one cure wounds. I'll do that at second level. So that's uh, 19 points back. Not bad. You guys also have your hit die if you're taking a short rest. If you yeah, I'm going to have to do that too. I am unscathed. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to go yeah, through the, the kitchen, see if there's anything good you know, to eat. Exactly. Well, to eat, but just to loot real quick in there. Some exotic okay. spaces to take. Yeah, whatever yeah. they have, I take. The good and, stuff. And so I've been working on my... 
on my um, identify of these things. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. By the way, that I'm just sitting here, <laughs> That's working. So get I, I did, uh, the, if we're doing one hour rest, is that something at least we can do? Well, let's mm -hmm. let's yeah. Okay. Yep. So totally I get another thirteen back for me. So okay. we should be should be at forty nine. Yes, you are. And I get fifteen back. So you just roll your. Oh wait. So you're yeah, you just take how many you you have quite you got five, dice. six hit dice. You can take whatever you want, you know. But you can only then you can't use them if we have them later. So if you want to do three D three D, you have a 12, 12 right? D twelve. Yeah. Then just be yeah, you you'll be fine. Um, so your identifying wraps up all of so your you chanting. Up to six of them if you'd want. And... and the cloak that you got off of Zuna that she uh, did not get to use, unfortunately, uh, was a cape of the Mounty Bank. Oh, oh, yeah, those are cool. Oh. Um, which allows you to once per day cast Dimension Door. Sweet. She was going to make a quick escape. That might be useful for you. So um, I already have an innate ability granted by Fignola of the Misty Steps. So, oh, so you already have that. I already have that. Kind of cape? You've got the Cape of Elvenkind, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And you have the um, fancy cape of changing colors. Cloak of shadows, yeah. I don't have any cloak, but you know, that's well. Why don't I take the cape of the mountebank and I'll give you my cloak of elven kind? I have boots of elven kind. Oh, so, so you already you already got that. So how about do you want to take have the, the? I mean, so you you have a cape of protection. Yes, I have. We, cloak you of want to keep that. Me. So if you, I mean, I can you know. Boots of Elvenkind is redundant for me. Right. With, but if you took the cape of Elvenkind, it's going to help you with your even with your stealth even more. Which clearly he needs. So, <laughs> and Why I'll just, I you know, I'll just keep what I have, or I can take his fancy cape, and if that's okay, I don't know what you want more. So Elvenkind will give you um, advantage on stealth checks. Stealth checks, and hide. you can hide. Okay, and then I'll just roll up the cloak of many fashions then and put it away, or give it to Bjorn. Well, can, I can. I don't have a cloak of yet, but I don't need that. I've got disguise self and stuff, so you can keep the other cloak if he you want. He wants a and fancy lad. He wants. He oh, wants I, like, the cloak. I like this cloak. It's fun. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Two cloaks. No big deal. Uh, <laughs> it's a new fashion thing. Okay. So. And the sorting hat. And the sorting hat. Uh, this is something. Then Bjorn, uh, why don't you take the cape of the mountebank? No, I mean you're going to use it. You know, I can. But then you could pop somewhere and get uh, get off a shop. Well, let's do that for now, then. Okay. Is it attuned? We'll find out. Yep. Okay. So, do you want the Elvenkind cloak then? Um, I asked after well, he puts it on and you rip it off him and go, no, <laughs> you don't deserve this. <laughs> Tell you what, why don't I give you the cloak of Elvenkind? You give me the boots of Elvenkind okay. and then I can take the cape. But then I don't get any cool stealth stuff. You get the cloak. Yeah, the cloak. The cloak oh. of Elvenkind. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll trade you the cloak for the boots. Oh, yeah. I keep my feet really clean. 
I'm known. Okay. <laughs> Strange admission. Okay. But, uh, okay. So you guys figured that out. Okay. Um, that works. And oh now goodness. this hat. Uh, the hat is a... Um, uh, you're going to call it a... Um, the hat of laughing faces. What? It's like a hat of disguise. Ooh, cool. But obviously, whoever made it didn't know what they were doing. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so there is a 25% chance that you will laugh uncontrollably for one hour when you try to use it. That's odd. Mm-hmm. It's very odd. So you have that. So it works as a hat of disguise, and you can change the fashion of it, sort of like Cull Show's cloak of many fashions. If you don't want to you know, wear a weird pointy witch hat, um, you can basically turn it into uh, pretty much anything that would go on your head. A jaunty beret. Yeah, hmm. <laughs> a jaunty beret, a uh, sweaty headband thing, <laughs> uh, whatever you want. <laughs> Very 80s. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anything that would uh, go around your head. Uh, you could you could do it, um, but when you use it to disguise yourself, there is a twenty five percent chance, and I will make you roll for that. I don't like those odds. No, <laughs> That's not no. Worth it. So, but if I just They're not great odds. If I just wear it and I'm not using the disguise self, it doesn't do anything. Yeah, it doesn't do anything. And I can change the appearance of the hat itself without risking the hour of laughter. Right. Then I will put it on, and it will be a garland of flowers. Nice. Oh, yeah. Adorable, yeah. Somebody get some use out of it. Um, you never know, we might need it. You never know, and it looks you pretty. might have to take the chance at some point. And what did you call it? Uh, you can call it what you want, but I call it the uh, hat of laughing faces. Kind of changing your face, but sometimes you're gonna laugh about it, you know. I look forward to the episode where. You have to laugh through <laughs> the bulk of it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Take you off mic and have you laughing in the background. Uh, that's going to be awesome. Keep laughing, Thora. <laughs> All right. You're not so done yet. We're not done. So this we're going to be short, a long episode. We're going to short rest. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yep. So I'll use two hit dice, then that, that will totally heal me. Uh, back up to 71. Seven. 77. Yeah. Even better than 71. He got his belt. Oh, yes. Very dashing on him. All right. So it looks like everyone is mostly healed up except for Bjorn, uh, who's down a few. Um, And you guys are all mostly rested. And you have all this stuff and information now. What? In this chamber. So I would like to sneak through that narrow passage to see what's down there. All right. Uh, you can do that. Um, you're going to have to really worm your way through that chamber. Um, and so roll well your stealth. It's kind of Yoda-esque. And, yeah. That's gonna that would be a 24. Nice. So you get through it. Um, the walls of the chamber are kind of slimy and slippery and you manage to squeeze through your broad broad shoulders and uh, you come out in this other chamber which is uh, directly to your left you see 
a sleeping drow on a bed. Oh my. Um, appears to be completely out. Uh, off to your right and ahead of you, you see a row of uh, iron, sturdy iron bars. And inside of that area, this kind of cordons off the back part of the cave. Inside of there, you see small, frail-looking figures lying on crude mats on the floor. Uh, and you assume this may be the other children and other slaves that uh, uh, Berlana was talking about. Okay, so can I quietly step up to him and put a dagger through his sleeping eye? <laughs> uh, you can try. Um, or I guess just my sword. What did you get for your roll again? 24. <laughs> 24. Okay. So. Yeah. Do you even have a dagger? I have all the daggers. I have a dagger. You do? Yeah. I have okay. a blackened dagger that I've. Oh, repaired. that's yeah. right. I mean, I actually have a couple other daggers too. <laughs> he collects daggers apparently. <laughs> and dice. I collect weaponry. Uh, so I'll let you sneak up on them since you got a 24. Uh, you get close to him, uh, very out. You see a, a belt uh, with some keys attached to it sitting on the chair next to the bed, at the foot of the bed. Zero. Okay. So metagaming here. Mm-hmm. What's the mechanism? Because there's not a... You know, the, the whole like just rolling and doing some damage thing seems weird when someone's completely... Usually it's, no if someone's asleep, it's like uh, you get double... It's like a crit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, reasonable. yeah, you can you can do that if you roll high enough. I'm just going to say you dispatch him. Don't you remember the guy in the sleeping bag that you had problems with hitting me, the blanket? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> without, without the coup de grace action, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we have to we have to change that. I mean, someone's completely out of it. I mean, I can't. You guys are seasoned warriors now. Yeah. So. And so, where is his weapon? Uh, it is uh, also in the attached to the belt in a scabbard, a scimitar on the, um, chair. on the chair. So he's he's here to sleep. I mean, so at the very least, I could quietly take his weapon and put it put it behind me or something. So we can't grab it. Could. Why don't you roll a perception while you're thinking this over? Uh, Ten. No. Ten. Okay. (laughs) So you you notice that most of the, uh, you know, smaller figures in the other, they seem to be sleeping as well. Um, And he is, uh, you know, appears to be deep in slumber you know, and everything else. Uh, I'll say you notice that there's a curtained off area, sort of like uh, Zuna's chamber, you know, had the curtains that you'd had to enter um, up towards your left. Yeah. So could be something bad up there. Could be. (laughs) Please be careful. Yeah. I, mean, I could go look. It could be donuts. <laughs> yeah. You guys, you guys can see on the map, it's bad. <laughs> I, I smell donuts. Yeah. Could be donuts, though. Like the little ones. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I'm the, sorry. Bear, bear, sugar. Bear bear donuts. I'm yeah, dropping all my weapons and running straight <laughs> over there. Maybe beignets. Oh, Ooh, even better. Oh, gosh. Oh. 
This is so good. Um, so yeah, I would, I would just say, you know, you, you probably get a sense just looking around, even with a 10 that you should proceed with caution. You could, you could let the rogue know what's going on. Oh yeah. The rogue ranger lives a life of danger. Ooh, that sounds like a song. <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to quietly grab the keys and his sword. Okay. And I'm going to wriggle back through. All right. Uh, so I'll say you managed to do that very quietly back through the chamber. It's a little harder going back up because there is a slight incline, but you managed to make it out. You pop out in the room, uh, and you have the scimitar and keys and a belt. Hey buddy, what'd you find? <clears throat> well, I found all the slaves or at least a bunch of them, a bunch of children. Who do you disrobe hey. there? And there's a sleeping guard and maybe more. I'm not sure. But uh, well, here's his sword and oh. here's his key as I hand oh. it to, to you. Uh, okay. I'm going to put a little more body oil on and then um, <laughs> I think we should sneak in and possible? take care of this. Was it dark in there or? I mean, like yes. Completely dark in oh, there? Oh, I guess I didn't ask because now I can see. Uh, there is a there was a little light uh, from some of that fungus coming from the back of the, okay. the chamber. So here's my thought. There's another door. Yeah. Um, I was thinking we take care of this prisoner and then I'll stand in the doorway and you guys get the uh, kids out. And if other people come in, okay, I will block the door. So we try to be as quiet as possible. But if it getting the kids back through this, um, do you want to let's should we have everybody come through or should we just have maybe. If you want to stand by the door, I can help them. I think everybody should come through because the value of a choke point is we can handle a lot more than normal. I just don't want to send the kids through that back way and then they get. Yeah, I think we should have one person stay here to receive the children. Maybe a therapy goat. Yeah. Necessary. I think think Thor. Thor, do you. Is that okay? Yes, it is okay. Okay. That will be our plan. Okay. So everybody, well, the three of you roll stealth again. Do we have any other like non-healing potions that we've been saving like that do, I don't know, cool I stuff? Yeah. Like I had that giant's potion that I used when I thought that's what I Do you want me to, I mean, would you like something to deter them? Because I do have a, like a, I can cast fog clouds so it's really foggy in there and they can't see anything, but. But then the children can't either. Right. I can cast it towards something, but. Let's go with the idea. Well, so let's sneak let's sneak yep. in, yep, and okay. then you can assess the situation too. What everybody get? Maybe a twenty, a nineteen. Okay, call show sixteen. All right, that's respectable. So, with three of you moving through the chamber, it makes a little bit more noise, uh, but together you guys make it. Uh, the Sleeping drow, still sleeping. Uh, the frail-looking, uh, smaller figures that are in the, you know, imprisoned in the back of the cave, uh, still appear to be asleep or dozing. And um, you've got keys, and so you're going to pick the lock. I'm gonna go. Um, let me take a look at the lock. Does it seem like it's? I mean, Seems pretty basic. I just don't know. How many keys do I have on the retain? Uh, there's just uh, one. Okay. Then I will use the key. <laughs> uh, 
So I'm trying to think of what else you could have a key for. Right. Uh, chest, maybe. Uh, one that looks like it would fit, I'll say. Okay. Um, and uh, so you got to roll something for that. I mean, not if I use a key unless you want to roll it's me stealth. Key. Oh, yeah, it's a key. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's do another stealth. Roll key. <laughs> Mr. Oh, um, 22. Okay. So very quietly, looks like it's, you know, it must be used quite often, uh, almost soundless as you open it up. Um, but some of the bodies inside kind of stir a little bit. Okay. I will creep in. <laughs> okay. Good choice of words, but creep in. Don't alarm the children. Yes, and I'm going to be making hand signs for them to be silent. Okay. I'm going to be gently uh, rousing the ones that are not moving. All right. So uh, is there something you can roll for that that would make sense? Is there anything? Persuasion. Um, Persuasion. Trying to get them to come, right? Yeah. Just something. I can do persuasion. Sounds good. You don't want intimidation, right? That's 20. No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) So one by one, uh, you manage to, uh, you know, and these these kids uh, obviously lived a very hard life. They're used to, you know, the unexpected. Uh, So you manage to go one by one and rouse them, and they are just kind of naturally, you know, kind of wait and see uh, type, type kids. And they're just like, don't know what's going on, ready for anything, but very quiet about it. And so they're ushering them towards Bjorn out of the, I'll be like, okay. So you guys, between the two of you manage to coax the kids quietly out of, and I'll just do a quick roll for them. Uh, that's a 15. So as they start making their way towards the chamber. You guys are guiding them. Kulshow's guarding the entrance to this chamber. And um, you're going to send them up the passage? Yes. All right. Then I'm going to draw my daggers. I'm going to point at Kulshow and at Bjorn. You, you, me. And I'm going to put my daggers right next to his neck. And I'm going to motion both of you to come over. Okay. So we're going to do <laughs> all three of them? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do this. I'll slide my rapier out. (laughs) All right. So everybody roll your your critical attack. So it's an advantage. Yeah, advantage. (laughs) Yeah, he rolled a crit. So I rolled a crit. (laughs) (laughs) So do I get extra? I guess. Why not? And I get my sneak attack, too. So how's that? <laughs> uh, all right. So I take it 24 hits. Uh, yes. Okay. So he's uh, he he's dies peacefully in his sleep. Yeah. Oh. Uh, very quietly. See? Uh, very messily, though, unfortunately. Merciful. Has multiple the... blades. <laughs> 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 Whoever has to clean these sheets is going to be really upset. Housekeeping. Um, housekeeping. We should leave a tip. <laughs> and the children, uh, you hear nothing until you see these small forms, Thora, start coming out of the chamber. Uh, about six kids. Hello, hello. And uh, they... It's all right. We're going to help you leave. And they just very quietly like nod, eyes very large. 
This is Ajax. Would you like to pet the colt? Uh, they seem a little fearful, um, but then one of them, uh, the smallest one, manages to, you know, get up enough courage to come over and pet Ajax, and then they all do. And He's very soft, yes. And they nod, seem happier. Um, so the kids, you've got the kids now. And the rest of you are... Making our way back. Making your way back um, up the chamber, and you're back into Zuna's bedroom, and you've got the children, and they seem more uh, aware and willing to go along with your guys' escape. Okay. 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 And so we tell them, you have to be very quiet, but we're going to go, and we're going to find Valara, Val, Val, Valarna. Valarna, yes, Valarna. She told us about you, and then we are going to leave, but you have to stay quiet, okay? And uh, the little one's like, Valarna's alive? Yes, she is. Well, we think so, yes. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) (laughs) It was like a 50-50 chance. Time to go. (laughs) We don't want to overpromise here, yeah. yeah. Uh, So you guys uh, make your way out uh, the way you came. I'll say uh, Kulshil can pilfer some supplies on the way out. Um... And you guys head all the way back to the entrance and uh, do not encounter anyone else. When you get there, however, uh, where you hid Valarna, she is not there. Oh, Dang, no. Um, so you can start climbing out, helping the kids climb back up to the top of the mm-hmm. rim around the quarry. Can I take a look at her as far as tracks? I want to see if I can find if she's gone anywhere or... sure yeah go for it um the 17 17 mm-hmm. so yeah she didn't try to you know cover anything up uh you can see the spot where you had kind of buried her behind some of the detritus in the room and uh she had just kind of thrown that off and dug herself out and and walked out uh to the entrance of the cave okay. and must be outside somewhere. Okay, well. So, you guys uh, get out to the the cave entrance, and there's a ladder, and children sending them up, going up yourselves. Well, no, yeah. somebody should go up first. Yeah, I'll be the last out. Basically, I'm okay. gonna s- stare into the darkness and guard the rear. Okay, and uh, I'll just be the second to last because I'll just range, kind of just keep my eye out for around the rim and stuff like that. All right. Well, as soon as uh, one of you gets to the top, uh, you can see where Valarna went. Um, There is a mass of soldiers waiting up top, uh, 50, 60, um, all heavily armed, all very seriously uh, grim looking. And... uh, Uh, Flying what colors? Uh... It's a good question. Uh, they're flying falling water colors. Oh, oh thank goodness. We <laughs> uh, all the sigh because we were holding all of our breaths. <laughs> uh, and actually, it's someone you know. Um, you see, I don't know if you remember him, Lord Lamar, or uh, not Lord, he was a Sir. Lamar. <laughs> sir Lamar, the reluctant knight. You yes. remember that yeah, guy? We talked him back into. Yeah. Like honoring the call there. Yeah. Man up. Well met. So uh, Sir Lamar is here. uh, And since you guys parted ways, uh, you know, he was given a little um, 
uh, talking to by uh, Lady Falling Water uh, when she found out that he was reluctant to uh, come to her aid. Uh, we shouldn't have told her that. Um, so he uh, has now been made the chief recruiter for Lady Falling Water. So he is going around the countryside and all of her lands, rounding up soldiers to come and uh, bring them to old home to get them to fight. Um, He's there uh, with these 60 or so uh, soldiers and he has a story to tell. And that story is that uh, he was down kind of in his stomping grounds around the, you know, North Wall, Crowsbury area, uh, gathering more men. Um, and uh, lo and behold, a friend of yours, uh, Luggy, showed up. Luggy. Uh, and he was leading a small troop of uh, very uh, battle-hardened uh, men and women. And he was heading towards the North Wall area. And he very forcefully commanded... Lord or Sir Lamar to head to this quarry said that uh, something some nonsense about a, a coin telling them that uh-huh. he needed to be here you've got the beginning <laughs> uh, no idea so they've been kind of riding around this quarry for the past you know couple of hours like what are we supposed to do when uh, all of a sudden this little girl came out uh, clambering up the side And uh, they ran into each other and the little girl uh, started telling them, you know, what what had happened and where she came from. And so he was just getting these men ready to go in and clear out the rest of the drow. I think we left a few for you. Okay. So Sir Lamar is uh, happy to share news and information with you and supplies and that sort of thing. Uh, He is uh, he seems like a changed changed man that is so nice to hear i'm so glad that we were having a positive influence <laughs> on the peoples of the realm uh yeah he is he is a very dedicated and loyal subject now and uh he seems like uh very very brave and uh he yeah. sees this as a problem and he's going to go in and help uh help you guys clean it all out oh, I so i would really... like to show him that that uh, dragon symbol armor said so, uh, they are wearing this uh symbol any idea what this heraldry goes to? Uh, he does not know. He does think it is odd as well that they would uh, usually they, you know, go with this spider thing, you know. So uh, he didn't really even know what a dragon was until you guys explained it to him. Uh, but he, he thinks it's very odd, you know, and maybe that's why Zuna was not uh, not like welcome you know, with the rest of the drow. Well, I'm going to keep this copy for further research, but there's more down there. All right. Um. So we should we should show the uh, the head, and mm-hmm. to make sure that the, that we got the right zoom. Oh, out. hey, girl. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we could ask any of the kids, but like you know, hey kids, yeah. hey kids, Hi. what did you is bring to show uh, and tell? Is this, uh, is this Zuna? <laughs> we want to make sure we got the right head. It was a clean cut, so it's not like he's got any. I wiped you know, all the blood or, off, so now it's just that look of surprise and terror. And black, uh, black pupils, so just couple, black eyes. And... A couple of them like cringe away, but they nod. Oh, you know? good. Okay, um, perfect. And they go back to petting Ajax. That's right. Um, <laughs> then I'll put it away. So, Sir Lamar, we are uh, we're off to secure 
the uh, Dwarven uh, Alliance now that we have this head. Were we going to uh, try to get to Falling Water or do you want to head straight to the Dwarves? I want to go to the Dwarves to get this done and then I want to go get my horse. Miss your horse. Mm. Yeah. Assuming, All right. Assuming the horse is still alive. What do we need? To, we don't need anything. It's These soldiers? Or just just a It's just that rest. we're nearby, yeah. but we can rest on the road. Um, well, I mean, if time is not pressing and we can spend a day. So are these children going to go with the army or the army's going to go and kill uh, these drow or? Uh, Sir Lamar is going to leave 10 of his men with the children okay. uh, to take care of them while the rest go into the caverns and clear it out and retrieve any supplies and other stuff um, they can. Were you guys going to go back to the, or, or did you want, the reason why I was, I was going to go help them kind of help them down there. I mean, I, no, I don't think we have time for that. No, no, I was. And if you guys, I can catch up with you guys. And if you were going to go to Falling Water, that was the only question. Well, well we do have these children. I suppose we could the take t- them to an orphanage. The children are going to go with the I, 10 I, men. Yeah, yeah. Sir, Sir Lamar is going to take care of the children. Uh, oh. He understands the importance of your mission once you guys explain it to him, and okay. so he's uh, he said he's heading back to Falling Water before he, when he's done here, and it taking... won't take too long. I just go to help expediate the whole situation. If they were and we could do on. a montage where we yeah, okay yeah I mean, go back montage. in and surround them and uh, well you guys could rest here and remember you have that dwarven rune stone that you can activate and return back to yeah. the obelisk. It's true. Save some time. Oh, that's right. Oh, then we do have we have time to go we to Falling Water. We could just zap back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, where are these kids going to go? But to an orphanage, right? I mean, they're all from all over the place. I I know an orphanage back in Falling, falling Water. Yeah. yeah, that's where we should probably. You just want to go? I mean, orphanage. I'll help them. You guys go to Falling Water. I'll catch up with you. Okay, and then we'll rest, and then we'll. You, that way back. you can bring the kids back there too. Yeah. Okay. And well, maybe we can get some shopping in. There you go. <laughs> okay. Shopping so montage. So you guys, uh, you leave with the shopping lists in mind. You get to Falling Water. You go to your orphanage. Mm-hmm. See that it's uh, it's running really well. It's thriving. 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 Kids from all oh. over the realm. War is great for my orphanage. <laughs> it really is. Oh. Um, you might have to open up a second or third location too. Franchise it. Yeah, franchise it. Uh, <laughs> Aleron's kids. Come on down to creepy Aleron's <laughs> orphanage. Um, but the you know the facility that you uh, gained from uh, Jobron, um, that it's it's perfect. Plenty of room. Um, the kids are you know welcome. They all have uh, beds there, and you can you know leave maybe make a donation to your own or- orphanage if you want to your call um we don't usually do that <laughs> so they're all taken care of <clears throat> other uh, people make donations whether they want to or not <laughs> whether they want to or not a whole bunch of pickpockets uh meanwhile bjorn is down um guiding sir lamar and his men through the caverns um, Sir Lamar seems very impressed with uh, all that uh, you guys managed to do. You know, he sees driders that you killed and he's just totally creeped out and can't believe that you managed to fight such a thing off. Um, he ends up uh, sending men through both sides of that other passage where uh, if you had gone in there, you'd see that that's where the majority of Zuna's personal troops were sleeping. So... Um, is there any goodies in there or 
you there were Data. some gold and weapons and stuff and you know some of that gets distributed but you get a portion of it so i'll say all told you get another hundred gold and they can they can keep it. yeah okay so they keep it um and uh then the caverns down below uh a lot more of the the lower level drow yeah. but lots of them um it's kind of tough going sure. um i don't think you brought the lantern maybe you did maybe you were smart enough to bring the the globe no nope. um so there's a yeah it's a little bit of a struggle down there but i'll say that uh um the the surprise of seeing you know armed soldiers uh, in there wondering where zuna is not having any leaders or direction you already killed captain merzad so um they're kind of disorganized but the the darkness and their other innate abilities and drow creepiness um, makes it tough going for a while. But um, another, I'll say, 12 hours goes by, you're exhausted. Yeah. Um, but you stumble back up to the surface, and uh, one of the soldiers that is uh, was left up top guarding things um, allows you to take a horse so you can catch up with your comrades and so you very wearily hop on and ride to falling water i'm satisfied feel better oh yeah yeah a little revenge yeah um so you managed to wipe out all the drow there's still a few camps sure. spread out um but, and of course the undercity sure. right but you know zuna's, zuna's crew was the you know the really bad ones so you you did uh did good work here do we want to give the the map of those locations to uh lamar yeah i mean any, clean it any up? kind of uh, and that you uh, elrond had them so okay yeah i'll let you guys kind of uh go back and you know, take care of that if you wanted to. Um, say that you gave or showed Lamar the locations or allowed him mm-hmm. to make a copy of it. Yep. Um, so he now has a map that he will turn over to uh, Lady Falling Water, and hopefully she can take care of that problem. Um, we should probably give her the, the fact that they knew all this intel. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. That way they can change up things. and Okay. And try and figure it out how they had this Are information. We going, yeah, we're going to inform them about the king... Elzig? Elzig. And the correspondence, yes. Mm -hmm. Super important. Okay, so you pass all of that on. Uh, Sir Lamar uh, is obviously the most of the men survived. Uh, He lost 10 men in the the fighting, uh, which is pretty good. Um, So he uh, is heading to Falling Water to kind of uh, uh, rest up with his men and then they're going to head directly to old home after that. So he said he would be happy to pass it on, like if he wanted to give it to uh, uh, Vito or anyone else. Yeah, I think definitely Vito should probably have. Okay. So he re- was going to relay that to Vito. And you guys are in Falling Water. And I'll let you, you know, give me a list after or in between episodes here if you want to do some shopping with your newfound wealth. All right. I have to say, I, it's probably just me, but there's something about the Vito that just does not sit well with me. Mm. Oh, I like him. I think mm. that's part of the he's job. Really, he's really cool. All right. He's a little, I don't know, off-putting. Shady. Yeah, well, that is part of his job. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Well, that's interesting. It's hard to trust people around here. Sometimes. Yeah, it's hard. You've been through a lot. Yeah. 
gotta learn to trust. Um, no. So you guys are in falling water. What now? Reunited. Yeah. It feels so good. Yeah. I don't even know. I mean, oh. I think getting uh, rest, a yeah. good night's sleep is something yep. I'm looking forward to. A hot meal, some cold yeah. ale, hot bath. Uh, I would probably go to the the one of the taverns. All right. Oh, hey, the I want to cross. Is it the whether the blush the blushing? Uh, That's in. Uh, oh, that was old home. Yeah. yeah. Uh, was there one in? Uh, I, I can't remember. To, I don't think we went to one. The pickled sprite was in. Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah. That's yeah. destroyed or that's yeah. no longer. We'll say there's a place called the Cox Crow. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, uh, you know, the rooster uh, standing okay. on top of a building. That's uh, called the Cockerel. Uh, yeah. Yep. Um, so the Cox Crow is uh, kind of a. One of the shadier places that you uh, that you hit up during your rest period here, and uh, people remember you as soon as you walk in. Cool show, and uh, it's very cheers. Uh, and I go get some drink on. Okay, so drinking. They're going to ask you to cook for them while you're there because they remember something <laughs> wow. that you looked up. Wow. I'm just here to drink. I sat down. <laughs> Give me I've a been break. Killing for weeks. <laughs> So, you guys uh, spend a night in falling water, get uh, rested up, some of you more than others, and uh, cleaned up, cleaned up, oh. uh, meet up in the town square the next day, Kulsho's eyes are red, and he looks a little, a little, uh, you know, worse off than he did before, but uh, hmm. at least he got some sleep, so, yeah. I would say since we're here, I mean, we should probably, I would want to find like potions or things to augment yep. our abilities. Okay. Uh, some healing potions. Uh, okay. We well, that's good. Probably Maybe. do all that. Yep. I'll say you managed to find four healing potions that are reasonably uh, priced enough for you to get. The town is still pretty flooded with refugees and things like that. So. Uh, for each or just four total? Four total. So I don't know how much money you've been writing down, so we'll have to go through that. Uh, okay. It's a lot. Personally, I have a lot. Yeah. Is there someone like a town, is there someone who could tell, is there a place for armor or is there a place for uh, a leather worker or is there any kind of? Uh, you could. Most of them are pretty busy uh, outfitting falling water troops and others. But uh, Oh, they're outfitting, not sirs, knights of the realm? Okay. Yeah, I mean, you could, but it, there's be a waiting list if you wanted to. Not something that they would start on immediately or anything. Okay. But totally. Okay. I'll talk. I'll talk to the vendor, or I'll talk to the. Yeah. Later. Yep, and, and we can we can yeah, handle all that. We can that. I've got yep. things to sell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. All right. I'll get you all squared away, so we don't uh, have to do all that. But anything else you wanted to do? Any messages? Anything? While you're in falling water, we kind of, you know, we could probably sit around the tavern for lunch too, and and a nice little brunch or something, and and uh, we probably want to figure out what our next steps are going to be. All right, we got some stuff to figure out. Well, we gotta go back to the dwarves, yep. and then it sounds like there are agents in the elven woods that yep. we might want to look yes. to. Yeah. All right. So you're gonna use the rune stone then to get back to the dwarves. That is yeah. the plan. That's the plan. All right. 
Just tell me when you're going to activate the runestone. Blow up. Whoops, did I say that out loud? Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, so I'm going to blow There's us absolutely up. absolutely no danger in using the runestone. It's okay. Okay, I'll, I'll trigger the ignition now. Okay, so you uh, have the stone. It's glowing like a faint blue. It uh, gl- gets brighter and brighter and brighter. And um, next thing you know, it's very cold, very white. And you look behind you, and there is a the obelisk that you camped by before. It's glowing blue, uh, very brightly. And that's like uh, swirling winds, uh, snow again. You know, you're back up in the mountains. Um, it was a little, uh, uh, you know, disorienting to, you know, suddenly be transported. But here you are. All right. But as you look around, you think you see some figures in the snow. Uh, some of them coming towards you. And then one emerges uh, walking towards the group of you and you hear a voice that you recognize, Kulshil. Uh-oh. And an orcish oh. says, Hello, brother. Uh-oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we'll end it uh-huh. for this week. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Uh, so good job again. Yeah, you guys uh rescued uh these poor children, got them to one of uh many franchised orphanages that uh, Elrond now runs. I'll put them to good use, (laughs) (laughs) his little birds. (laughs) (laughs) And you made it back to the obelisk, so you're uh, you know, within a you know, short walk of uh, the Dwarven Fortress again. Short walk and lots of slaughter. Yes. Uh, Good job, everyone. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. We hope you're enjoying our adventure. To show your support for this podcast, please leave a rating or review on your preferred podcast app. Also, be sure to check us out at DungeonPatrol.com.